You know, in the middle of the word shift is the word if. If I do this or if I do that, what will the outcome be? We don't like that. Hello, I'm Dr. Michelle McKinney-Hammond, and welcome to Life Talk, where we discuss all things pertaining to living, loving, and overcoming. Well, today we're going to talk about facing the facts. That can be really hard. It kind of leaves us with a couple of options when it comes to really dealing with what's going on with us. We can go into denial. I always say that denial is not a river in Egypt. It's a place where most of us live. Well, we can go into the fantasy phase of, you know, painting our own uh, virtual reality about what's going on, even though it's not what's really going on. Or we can deal with the truth of where we are. The word says that the truth will make us free. Even though it's hard, it's good. Because once we're dealing with the facts of our situation, then our options become very clear and apparent. The longer we choose to avoid, the longer we put off getting the victory that we so deeply crave. Fact versus fiction is is a, a whole episode on itself, isn't it? I always think of, uh, there's this old movie, it was an, I can't remember the actress right now off the top of my head, but... She was a starlet that had faded away, you know. And um, there's this last scene where she's kind of strolling down the uh, stairway in her house. And she thinks that she's filming a movie again. And she comes close to the camera. And she goes, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. But her glory days had been far gone. And it was just a fantasy. And a lot of us live in that place where we want to avoid the truth because it hurts too badly to look at it. But yet, it's that same truth that can unlock the doors that you're really seeking. So I want to talk with you about that today, how we look at the truth, how we embrace the truth, and how we use the truth for our good. Yes, it can be used for your good. Let's bite into it. Let's chew it. Let's digest it and let it feed you. I remember uh, reading a book. One of my favorite books is um, Hind's Feet on High Places. And it's the story of this woman who wants to get to a place called love. And uh, she's given two companions to walk with her, to take her on this journey. And they're called sorrow and suffering. She never wants to hold their hand. So every now and then she drops their hands and she runs ahead of them and gets caught up in all kinds of trouble and all kinds of dangers. And she calls out to the shepherd and the shepherd comes and saves her. And then she's got to grab those hands of sorrow and suffering again. And she feels that tinge of pain the minute she grasps their hand. But it kind of mellows into a kind of a comforting place. And of course, she goes through this whole journey with them. But by the end, they turn into grace and glory. And I I just want to put it to you this way, that the truth, even when it's hard, can become very sweet if we hold on to it and embrace it. Face it, girl. Remember that song? Hmm. Yes, it's time 
to face the facts. We're going to take a break and we'll be back right after this. Go and tell it on the mountains Go and tell it in the streets Go and tell it on the highways That the sacrifices pay Go and tell it to the broken Go and tell it to the lost Go and tell it to the prisoners that we are free. For God so loved the world that he gave his only one begotten Son, that whoever trusts in him will never die but have eternal life. a musical selection from my music ministry relevance i hope you were blessed by that don't forget to order the book and don't forget to register for the conference two very important things as we talk about facing the facts the fact is what is it that you need what is it that you want and where are you presently now when we ask ourselves these types of questions 
we also have to deal with the things that maybe we didn't do well in the past, the mistakes that we made, um, trying to get to the promised land, whatever that promised land in your life is, whether it's relational, professional, uh, physical, whatever sphere you are aiming for, your promised land awaits, but perhaps you're not there yet and you're thinking that if I could have, would have, should have done things differently, I'd be there by now. A lot of times regrets make it hard to face the facts, but they still need to be faced because it's the only way to move forward. You know, when Moses died on the way to the promised land, the people were at a loss as to what to do now. What was going to be their next move? How were they going to move forward? God selected a new leader and he bluntly told Joshua, hey, Moses is dead. Ouch. I mean, really, God, can we show a little compassion right now? We're grieving. We're mourning the loss of an institution here. We're grieving the loss of something that was a habit. We're grieving the loss of life as we know it. Is that where you are today? And yet, the truth of the matter was, Moses was gone. Things were not going to go that way anymore. The familiar was being replaced by something not so familiar, which moved them into the realm of deep uncertainty. You know, in the middle of the word shift is the word if. If I do this or if I do that, what will the outcome be? We don't like that. Most of us are control freaks. I'm going to hold up my hand right now and just be a witness to that, that I like to know everything that's going on. I like to know what's going to happen ahead of time. I like to feel in control. I like to feel like I'm steering the wheel of the car. Um, yeah. Are you a backseat driver when it comes to God? When God's trying to take you somewhere, he's trying to shift you, and he's trying to show you that that era, that season, that relationship, that job that you thought was everything is over and it's time to move to another space and place and maybe even person beginning with you how about you being a new you mm-hmm. you know we want so much change but yet we're afraid of change and change always demands that we deal with the facts of where we are and what's going on presently, what we like, what we don't like, what we want, what we don't want. These are the hard questions we have to ask ourselves. And that means that sometimes what's been in place in your life has to be dismantled in order for you to move forward. Now, if you're clinging to those things, they can actually become false gods. That's where your security is. That's where you get your validation and your affirmation from. It's, it's the place of certainty. And yet, the false gods that we tend to worship in search of assurance and security, those formulas, those institutions, traditions, culture, generational habits, and yes, even long-standing relationships don't always serve us. And we have to face the fact that their season is up in our lives. Remember, we've touched on seasons before. You have to know which season you're in and when it's time to let go. There's a song that says, you need to know when to hold them and when to fold them. But it's hard, isn't it? I know it's scary. 
Oh, I'm thinking about it even now as I'm dealing with some changes in my own life. Uh, the fact that I'll be moving. Wow. You know, the space is a different type of space. It's going to have to be arranged differently. And even though I'm looking forward to change, there's a bit of scariness and there's a little bit of melancholy about letting go of the old and the familiar and what I'm used to. Are you there? Are you in that space? That's when a leap of faith is required. You know, we're not able to always know everything ahead of time. Sometimes a stormy Omardian says, God gives us just enough light for the step that we're on. And yet, you've got to show up and you got to say, this is where I am right now. So, when you face the facts, it should arm you to take the leap of faith. This no longer serves me. How long am I going to lie by the pool of Bethesda and accept being paralyzed? Or am I going to jump to my feet and realize that the truth of the matter is I actually have the capacity to get up? I've just been afraid to. Hmm. What are you afraid to do? What leap have you put off taking because of the big if in the middle of shift? Are you ready to take the leap today? How long are you going to wait to take the leap? What are your options? If you don't take the leap, what does your world look like? Is that the world that you want to live in? Or do you want something different? How willing are you to take the risk that it takes for that different to occur in your life? You know, when it comes to relationships, it's, it's definitely a very delicate place. If you've been with someone for a long time and you're used to it, you know, you're thinking, well, the devil you know is better than the one that you don't. Or, well, at least I know where this car pings, so I know how to handle it. And yet... You want a different experience. You want a different ride. This one's been bumpy for a long time, and you really long for a smoother journey when it comes to love. Are you willing to get out of the car? Are you willing to shop for a new model? Yes. Or to make yourself available for a new model. Yeah, that's scary. It's uncertain. Um, You don't know um, what's out there. I think a lot of people tend to stay in relationships that they're not happy in because they think that's their only option. The fact of the matter is, we always have options. It's just, are we willing to do what we need to do to take hold of those options? Same thing when it comes to a job. How many people do you know sit and complain daily about the job they're at? And yet, have they looked for a new job? No. Or... Have they thought about resigning? They're so clinging to that check. You know, I'll never forget when I decided I wanted to become an author. I told God specifically, I said, Father, you have to be able to transition me from this job I'm used to to full-time ministry. And the way he did that for me was I did voiceovers. And so I got one big job, Big Red Gum. And it literally paid my salary for the year, that one commercial And I was able to ease my way out of working in advertising to becoming a full-time speaking minister, traveling and speaking. I let one overtake the other. 
the fact that I had to face was I didn't want to do the other thing anymore. There was something more calling me in my heart and my soul to do. And yet it was scary letting go of that regular paycheck. Mm. The regularity of things can lull us into a place of comfort that hinders us from taking the risk we need to take to launch out into the deep and get that thing we really want. Like the Israelites, we tend to wander in the wilderness time and time again because we're so full of questions and doubts and fears and giants are in the land, oh my, and yet we long for that same promised land. They eventually got there. Took longer than it should have. How long is it going to take you? Based on doubts, fears, uncertainties, the if in the middle of the shift. Being afraid to face the facts of where you are and looking at where you want to be and deciding, I'm going to take the leap to get there. A lot to think about, isn't it? Don't forget to order the book and don't forget to register for the conference. Two very important things. Well, I know I gave you a lot to think about, but I really want to encourage you to see what's in your hand and be willing to take the risk. You will not regret it, I promise. You know, I think about uh, the story of Jesus after the resurrection and the fishermen were out fishing and they hadn't caught anything. And the strangers on the side of the of the shore saying, hey, have you caught anything? No, we haven't caught anything. We've been fishing all night. And I feel like some of us have been fishing, fishing for things in life for a very long time. And we've been coming up empty handed because we've been too afraid to throw our net to the other side. And that's what he did. He said, throw your net to the other side. And they said, we've been out here all night. You know, they started making up excuses for why throwing the net to the other side wasn't going to work. You know, just anticipating disappointment before the reality of it. But eventually they begrudgingly, you know, what were they going to have to lose? And that's my point to you. What do you have to lose if you dare to take the risk? They threw their nets to the other side and the nets were almost breaking because of the volume of fish they were able to catch. And that's when they knew that they'd followed God-given instructions. Can I encourage you today to follow God-given instructions and not your own human understanding? When we're in that place of uncertainty and fear of facing the facts of where we are and what we need to do to get where we want to be, we really need God to instruct us. It's time to draw close in prayer, seek the face of God like never before, and ask Him to show you what your next move is. Sometimes when we're afraid to make the move, He allows life to squeeze us out. Don't take it personally. See it as the hand of God, giving you a little push like the eagle has a, a way of pushing the young out of the nest to make them fly. It's not brutal. It's an act of love because the mother knows they have the capacity to fly. And all they need is a little push to discover for themselves that their wings really work. Your wings really work. So go ahead. Take the plunge. Take God's hand. And above all, listen to his instruction. Hold his hand and then take the leap. I promise you're going to love the end result.
Don't forget to pick up your copy of When Shift Happens, Say Yes to Your Next. See you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed our discussion today, don't just keep it to yourself. Share it with a friend, like, and subscribe. Consider donating to MMH Ministries. More details in the caption. We'd love your feedback, or perhaps you have a question. Email us at askme at michellehammond.com or DM me on any of my social media platforms. And we'll talk soon.